I have an announcement. Or should I say a trigger warning? This episode will cause your big dumb balls to empty. I guess that's a warning? (laughs) You will come buckets. Make sure you have one prepared. Sort of silly sea shanty French fried titty fuck kind of music did you put in here, Michael? It this kinda... is called One Eyed Maestro. Also, why is it so goddamn loud? It's not going to be loud for the listeners, but it's very I loud. No, but as of right now, I can't hear myself think. I can't hear myself jerk. Um, is this eat... another? It's all. It's canon now. MacLeod for loads. We we have not had. <laughs> Any load that was not the Mac, the Mac attack. So you got to get ready for it. Sweet Mary Mother of God. <laughs> if you've ever played Kingdom Hearts, it almost sounds very like Kingdom Hearts ripoffy. Yeah, like this is the music Chinese that Michael off. hears in his head as he goes to see a prostitute. That is sex worker. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I am not encumbered by your fucking liberalist agenda, you silly sack of shit. You SJW Shane cuck. does not represent the views of the Disinformed Podcast. Um, also, I noticed that you've been playing, speaking of prostasex workers, I uh, saw that you've been playing more Grand Theft Auto V. Yes, And completing many missions. In many fact, missions. <laughs> so many missions. <laughs> what was the, like... Uh, if your friends on PlayStation, it'll show you like little updates of like what your friends are doing. And I think, yeah, I saw Shane like at like one o'clock in the morning. He's like, Shane is completing many missions. Oh, and you com- <laughs> can. <Son of laughs> uh, by the way, mellow greetings, lovely listeners, and welcome to this glorious and uproarious edition of the Disinformed Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm John. And I'm Michael. And that was some sort of weird Russian execution music that you just heard, so thank you. The elephant did nothing wrong, but he paid the price. Oh, Hitler did nothing wrong. That's according to, you know, certain internet sources that would proclaim his innocence. Speaking of the internet, this is half loose and half topic. (laughs) Topical? Or is this... What are we doing? Tapical. What fucking old navy advertisement are we pulling this from? Is half <laughs> loose fit, half scotchy wochi, in an array of colors that would make you think of the United Nations of Benetton genitals. Speaking of genitals, I'm hungry. Well, I've got something for you here. <laughs> well, It'll be a light meal, I promise. Oof. Uh, bruh. <laughs> Oof. Bruh. God almighty. So... so For uh, those that are uninitiated or unfamiliar with the podcast, I should preface, since I haven't for about 12 episodes, that what we do here from time to time, occasionally maybe, is we like to talk about an esoteric topic, and in the course of explaining the topic, we are going to lie about said topic. It is then incumbent upon the co-hosts of the podcast. 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 I'm swallowing my own soul. I'm sorry. Give me a second. Mm. It is incumbent upon the co-hosts of the podcast to then proclaim what those lies are and catch them in the moment to yell out the word posse whenever possible. (laughs) So, uh, and then we'll have a little denouement at the ending where we'll explain what was lied about. But we're only going to do that for a moment over the course of this episode. Mm -hmm. We're going to make it interesting. Yeah. Because we are on off-ish 
on off ish i mean sounds it's... like a teenage relationship there yeah i was gonna say we have no set format or just child it's just you know, we have the concept child. loosely and we do what we want with it and you can't tell us what to do because you're a nerd yeah Talk mom you, i won't do what you tell me mm-hmm. <laughs> did you <laughs> i didn't but did you i swear the, i felt the article like that i shared it's like a, a hard times.net article but i did it was not for rage Oh, I, I saw the article, but I didn't read it, which is important to clarify. You know what? I feel like this is kind of topical. Okay, well, I have something to start with before you get to that. Okay. Ooh. Would you like to hear, apropos, because we have said the content of this song at one point, would you like to hear Smash Mouth's All-Star translated into Aramaic and then back into English? Ooh. Oh, I saw this at some point, but I forget what it's... Yes, please. Uh-huh. I, I felt like this warranted uh, Stephen, our uh, you know favorite fan and listener. Hi, Stephen. Uh, recommended this. Hello. He sent this over to me in a chat, and I was like, I have to do a dramatic interpretation of this. Mm. Papa, have a nagila. Yes. <clears throat> there was one who said unto me that the universe was going to cause me to tremble, that I am not the sharpest cutting implement in the storehouse. She had the appearance unto me as a stupid one with her finger and her thumb, in the frame of a Greek gamma upon her forehead. Behold, the years begin coming, and do not cease from coming. <laughs> Fed unto the axioms, and I fell upon the earth, and ran. It was not acceptable, if not to live for the sake of pleasurable things. <laughs> your brain increases its wisdom, but your heart increases its stupidity. <laughs> a great amount to do, a great amount to see. Therefore, there is no difficult problem if we take the streets of the backside. <laughs> you will not know if you do not go. You will not shine if you do not glow. Behold, currently, you are entirely a star child. Begin your power. Go. Laugh. Behold, currently, you are a master of the music. Begin your singing. Acquire your wages. All that sparkles is gold. Comets alone shatter the frame. That is the most beautiful thing that I've ever heard in my life. And you've broke Michael. The years begin coming, and they do not stop from the coming. Behold. <laughs> Behold. Behold! <laughs> you are the music maker. Uh, All right. So please this assert from, your uh, tort reform to Congress. <laughs> this is from uh, dailybonnet.com. Give it. And it was after the Rage shows were announced and the whole debacle with people not being able to get tickets. Rage Against the Machine smashes capitalism with $300 concert tickets. Right in the mouth. <laughs> smash mouth them. Now, when I was reading, I read this out loud to Becky, and I couldn't suss Stop out what some of the coming. words were. Yeah. Uh, behold. <laughs> <laughs> with ticket prices starting at $190 for nosebleed seats and soaring upwards from there. Legendary leftist rap metal band Rage Against the Machine has successfully reached its target audience. And what's the target audience there? Is it the bougie? Is that what the bourgeoisie? The bourgeoisie. Bourgeoisie. Mm. Holy dear God, Michael pronounced a word. Without seeing it. I googled it. that. 
I'm having palpitations. I'm sorry. Give me a moment. We've always felt our audience back in the 90s were a bit too pro, said singer Zach De La Rocha. <laughs> I think we finally found our niche. One percenters. The band has stated that the best way to fight against social and economic injustice is to price poor people completely out of the market. <laughs> <laughs> It's just one way of giving back to the community, said guitarist Tom Morello. Oh, and by the way, there's a strict black tie dress code at all of our upcoming shows. <laughs> the floor seats at their Winnipeg show will be reserved for members of the bourgeoisie. bourgeoisie only, while seats in the bleachers will be available to the petite bourgeoisie and Culax? Culax? Culog? Culogs? Culots? Kool-Aid. Anyway, the best thing about our ticket prices is that I guarantee Clearly. there won't be a single Mennonite in the audience. They can afford it. They're just too cheap. <laughs> oh, but anyway, so I had this uh, uh, guy that I went to high school with, and he commented on it. And obviously this is a joke article. I'm so upset. I mean, maybe I poked it a little bit by leaving the caption... Probably the best article I've read in a while. Also, listen to better music. Uh, this guy went to high school. He's like, hey, man. Like, I know we're older, but that first album still slaps hard. And if people want to channel their frustration over the current clusterfuck into 2000s new metal, then go with God. There's not a lot like that vibe in 2020. Also, Run the Jewels is on this tour, and I'm happy for them. To cool. which I, I I didn't realize I was issuing a press release. Yeah. I'll paraphrase. <laughs> One, Run the Jewels would be the reason that I go see this tour. The reason I'm not going to go is because I don't want to. Uh, <laughs> Good. Good I reason. Mean, I but take... I respond back to him and I'm like, hey, completely get it. There's no harm. And if, you're, if it's something that you're having fun with, that's great. I think Run the Jewels is great. I would go see them play. But to your comment about that vibe not being present, I then list four local bands that you can go to a small to mid-range club here in Phoenix for 15 to $30 instead of 200 anytime. Um, Support your local music scene. Yeah. Kids. And he goes, yeah, but are you going to be able to stand in an arena with tens of thousands of people shouting, fuck you, I won't do what you tell me over and over again in a very scary-ass election year? And I said, I just yelled that randomly in grocery stores. Does that count? <laughs> I actually go into daycare centers and scream that. <laughs> Goes over really well. But I, I thought that was really funny. People get so, so overly emotional uh, about the silliest, smallest things like a band that hasn't been relevant in a long time. How and that's you not say me that? saying and it's not me saying that they're not a good band. There's a difference between being a good band and a relevant band. You know, like there I, I frequently <laughs> every we single would month. Know. <laughs> yeah. Well no, for fuck's sake, like every single month, I feel like it's every single month, I'll send Shane a screenshot, and it's usually like something I'll listen to at the gym. It's like, oh, hey, I'm checking this record out again. This record that came out 20-plus years ago or even 10 years ago. I still like it, but man, is it rough. You know, like, you can still enjoy it, but it doesn't mean I'm going to go spend $200 to go see you on a Jumbotron. I True. think the difference for a lot of people is probably, like, Rage is the originator of a style. And it's something that is often emulated and never really duplicated. Because, I mean, yeah. as far as really encapsulating that moment and having some sort of a political agenda and a band that is that tight. Because, I mean, uh, the soundscapes that you get from Morello, which are really 
difficult to match. There's not a lot of other people who manage to do that skillfully I'll give you that. without sounding masturbatory. So I get why people are excited. I like Rage a lot. I still enjoy it. But, I mean, it's not like in my regular rotation. It it's... sounds like I was making fun of, of my buddy, but mm-hmm. I agree with him. First right. record's still great, or uh, what is it, Battle for L.A.? Mm-hmm. L.A. Um, the question, I think, is why the fuck do you care? Like, really, at yeah. the end of the day, why, why do you need to pop off about this on my social media? It's yeah. just, I, I put something up because it amuses me. We don't all have to agree with one another. Funnily enough, too, uh, the engineer for the first uh, record, or mm-hmm. first little EP, he commented, and he's like, yeah, well, come on, uh, you know, the, the proceeds of the service fees are being donated mm-hmm. to charity. And I was like, yeah, that's that's, that's cool. awesome, that's well and fine. Yeah. I'm sharing this because this... This clickbait article made me laugh out loud. Right, like, right. literally, it made me laugh out loud. Um, but, yeah. So, Michael, if we do have some sort of a topic today, you said that you had one because you're the golden child, is what you were saying earlier. Oh, you that's said that what you're asking. You said that it's all about you okay. and what you so, like. Because and... Goop was, uh, you know, a very popular episode. Oh, and don't forget about fanfic. The fanfiction was also our greatest episode ever. It's our greatest Hashtag. Hit. Weren't we just circle-jerking each, oth- each other off over that episode like two weeks ago? Yeah, yeah. We you're were. assuming that I remember two weeks ago. Okay, fair. So I had an epiphany when I was doing research for this mini part of the episode or whatever. Okay. Um, A lot of people enjoyed Goop and that fan fiction episode, and I think it it has a lot to do with the fact that you guys are really good at knocking, well, knocking on me, but also you feed off each other very well. I'll knock you all night long. Please. Um, <laughs> Can I leave the room first? I don't want to see this. I just got through with talking about people getting their cocks bit off. Mm. <laughs> I guess we can add that to the agenda. Um, but so I was like, okay, well, what if I were to try and act more as a facilitator so that you guys can, you know, have discussion like and I can join in too. mediator Like you, <laughs> you want to yeah. be the chum in the water is for the piranha had, to like descend a, on. Yeah. Is this why you've had a couple of beers because you're emotionally preparing yourself to get beaten? Yes. <laughs> Please? Oh, hey. Daddy? Well, you want me to disappear. All you have to call me is dad. That's why I said um, daddy. Shane, do you have some house cleaving? Or house cleaving? Cleaving? <laughs> Wait, you get like 18 and the one I do, I get crucified? <laughs> hey, it's not that you don't comment every time I mispronounce something <laughs> either, Captain Clusterfuck, so you can dial that shit right um, back. <laughs> uh, don't you have house cleaning? Didn't you lie to me? Didn't I, I did call lie to bullshit you. on you? Yes, and then yes. you said, it's no, in that's the show the truth. notes. I had it in for last week. Uh, it was Hugo. That was the Scorsese film. It was still a Scorsese film. I didn't however, know that, that was a Scorsese so. film. I've so never watched it. For the listeners that don't remember the context, <laughs> um, you were saying that... The our- MacLeod had contributed music to a Scorsese film, which when I was called bullshit on, off the top of my head, because frankly, I didn't care to remember. Uh, it, Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, I said Wolf of Wall Street, because it was, it was the most recent thing I thought of that was relevant to the article they published. Not remembering that there's all of a sudden a weird children's film that was associated as well. So it's, I'm you know, not mad. Oh, I'm you should just be. disappointed. <laughs> as you do. No, you didn't. So, <laughs> um, so there speak- was also another thing, uh, follow up that I put on the show notes, uh, specifically something about uh, people wanting to hear about your story with the swine flu. Oh, yes. So 
the <laughs> I was harangued over the fact that I did not call anyone to come help me or that I did not, you know, order in medicine or all of this other stuff. And I was like, for context, kids, this was, again, 2008, 2009. Uh, it was at a time where we did not enjoy the modern conveniences that we do today. For instance, when you have a... Electricity. <laughs> and, you know, indoor Motorized plumbing, vehicle. hummers from people's mothers. Uh, but, I mean, this was pre-Uber. So, And also, I wasn't going to call a cab and be like, oh, by the way, I have the plague. I'm, a, I'm sorry. Just cover your mouth before you take me to the doctor. Uh, I couldn't have gotten any, you know, DoorDash delivered. I, it, so it's like all of these things we normally associate with the current situation we are existing in didn't exist at the time. So it's just a little, it's a little different. So I appreciate that everybody thought I was a moron and was just, you know. Yeah. The other thing was I also am not really that opposed to the idea of dying. So I was like, well, if this is how I'm going to go out, I'm just going to wait until the delirium takes me into that fading, ebbing tide of the ocean of my life. <laughs> I'm gonna be real, Smith. I thought when I <laughs> when I gave you the would you rather die in the next five minutes or live forever, I thought all of us would choose die in the next five minutes, and you guys really threw a curveball at me. I hadn't <laughs> ejaculated in at least four hours when you asked me that question. I think with a clear mind, I would have easily said death. You know, the main benefit to filling your body with poisons is that you forget things that you've seen. I so thought it was going to be you coming out later <laughs> on someone else's face. So sometimes when you revisit a video, uh, you're like, oh my god, look at this new video. And it's not new. You've seen it before. You were just stoned out of your fucking mind. No, I'm talking about in the morning. The oh, Sleepy I see. morning mm. touchy times. I Really, it's not like I need a roulette wheel, like I need a different face every day. I, I will take the same person multiple times. Yeah. That's yeah, why I'm, you get in a I'm relationship. Married. Yeah, that's... Yeah. that's oh. So, I mean... It's, it's not breakfast cereal. You don't have to have the sample back all the time. <laughs> Hold on sugary. a second, kids. I need to turn this. And we're back. And how. Mm-hmm. Also, congratulations, Melissa, on your gainful employment. I'm very excited for her. It's going to be nice to uh, actually get to be a children's librarian. <laughs> <laughs> because, because Shane was banned. I, I now I get my pick of the litter every time I go in. And like, <laughs> Just gonna take a basket in with me in a straight jacket and just be like, "Oh, I'll have three oh of you. God. Thank you." I've never, I've never seen, I've never heard a relationship end before. It's like, and again, she turned off the episode, and we're it's not like talking. It's like he's picking up this cute, cute dog that is your relationship, and you just. Yep. Snap. snap the head right Good off. Night, like, sweet prince. Oh shit! I was just being me. I can't help it. Speaking of ridiculous things that you can see on the internet, ooh, I like that segue. That's great. Sigourney segue. The Sigourney segue. <laughs> oh my lord. Oh man. I was gonna say before we devolve too greatly. Uh, uh, well, <laughs> I. I have you seen the Nosferatu uh, television show yet? I watched three or four episodes, and it's completely different while being the same. You and I hit the same spot. I got through the third episode, and I shut it off. Now, the question is, when it was, like, the scene that got me, and I this is no commentary to fall in the standard operating, there's nothing wrong with that. The whole sex in a library thing 
once the librarian just had a random girl walk in and start going down on her, I'm like, we are pulling taffy already. We're three episodes in and you're like contriving ways to keep characters. And the librarian's one of my favorite characters in that book. Yeah. Like I really love strong it. character. Really entertaining the whole scrabble pieces. Like I mm-hmm. love the parts they get right. And I, again, I'm probably going to go back to the show because I, the I reason I broach it is it's, we talk about this routinely of like the book is this fully fleshed out and formed entity. And so any derivation of that, turns one of two ways you're either like taking a giant like taffy pulling situation and then trying to make it into a pretzel to just you know keep the same shit going for longer for a television show or then you have to make it a fishbone for a movie and sort of like break it up so it's easily digestible and we're in the taffy pull yes and i was like i don't need this i really don't and it's weird uh even when i saw that it was being made into a show Mm -hmm. um I think I would have had an easier time if it would have gotten the HBO Outsiders treatment, mm. where there's a really big push right now for miniseries, which is brilliant, because then you don't even have to do the fishbone thing with mm. with uh, movies. You you have 10 hours or 12 hours uh, to flush it out, and I think with most books that are like average length books like Nosferatu, like you have the time to really, really suss that out. Um, the reason I stopped watching Nosferatu, one, I um, did not obtain the whole season illegally. Um, I was trying to binge through it, like, right when it when it came out, and Bing Partridge it just was ruined for me because he has interactions with other characters that he's not supposed to have or uh-huh. even know about. Um and that that was actually the main kicker for me, mm-hmm. uh, because it ruins the whole uh, timeline of of the book and the trajectory. And the it gas kind of, mask man stuff mm-hmm. goes out the it window. Ruins, it ruins yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. And now we've isolated it down to one and a half people that really know what we're talking about. Uh huh. But it, it, I also just kind of hit like Zachary Quinto is, he is great. phenomenal. In fact, I love when that I depiction. Re- read slash listened to the book after seeing him as that character, him, him as Charlie Manx is. Mm iconic like it's a beautiful fit but also like her going to live with her dad and him not immediately rejecting her i'm like you've defied the nature of what kind of drives her Mm -hmm. and like the romantic relationship later in the book anyway we can devolve for years but i was thinking about this and like relative to to the way we to the uh phoenix fan fusion and that was my segue into your plug since you insisted you were going to do this all the time and then drop the ball last episodes so. i was really really busy sauteing cock weren't we all <laughs> anywho so by the way in case you didn't know we're gonna be at phoenix fan fusion this year kids may 23rd through 25th so uh, we're gonna have a, a plethora of panels for your eager ears stop on in and check us out we'll have some dates and more further information for you like solidified times and we'll hit you with the topics again some point soon but just keep that in the back of your mind because you know ticket purchasing season it's upon us. Oh. So, and you know where you can get those? Where? On the internet. <gasps> Gasp. A Sigourney segue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, the internet. Well, you can't just get it anywhere on the internet, you know. You have to, there's certain rules you have to follow in order to procure said tickets. First go to rule, take your dick out. Even if well, you don't have one. You should already have it out. I, My I, wife does not understand the subtle art of having a hand in your pants while you're relaxing at home. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "My wife doesn't understand the subtle art of having a dick." <laughs> that I mean, too. <laughs> and 
that's fair. Hey, everyone loves the Al Bundy, okay? It's comfortable. And you need to make sure that the boys are prepared in case any action becomes available. I'm going to go in spoiler real quick. Michael's going to talk about the rules of the internet. All right, I guess if we weren't going to you know, do any foreplay, we're just going straight to the action. I've been licking the asshole here for five minutes, and you just burst out. We do I, have something to talk about. You're welcome. About. I, yeah. I figured I'd bring but that back up for you. Well, we'll I think we'll finish where we all finish. I, at the asshole. <laughs> Crying? Michael, tell us about the internet. <laughs> okay, so, contrary to what the name may apply, the so-called rules of the internet are not laws enforceable by any official authority. Surprise, surprise, there's no cyber police. Oh, there are. Called Republicans. (laughs) Done goofed. (laughs) Uh, Rather, there are a series of in-jokes, guidelines, and references related to internet culture uh, as it was in the early 2000s. I hope you're ready for a time warp. I live in a time warp, motherfucker. Don't intimidate me. So, it originally... <laughs> Angry fist all the way up your ass. Mm. It originally um, it emerged as a kind of netiquette for an netiquette. Excuse me, netiquette. netiquette? I don't yes. think you're supposed to it say a- that anymore. Not hungry, thanks. Um, uh, for an internet group named uh, Anonymous. So oh. I won't talk about them. Remember, but remember. Too late. The fourth of November. Guy, guy fucks <laughs> over here. <laughs> The rules of the internet were published on a satirical wiki known as Encyclopedia Dramatica in 2006 before an attempt at a more official list, it begins, emerged on a terrible website known as 4chan um, that I lurked on when I was younger because, you know, I was in Uh, in 2007. Uh, there's no one consistent agreed-upon set of rules uh, for the internet. Uh, the originalist claimed, for instance, to have 50 rules, whereas it actually only had 18. Some later versions had 48, whereas others had 100. Breaking news. Virgins can't count. Mm-hmm. I won't cover any rules directly related to Anonymous or 4chan, uh... Because, because they're you're not really trying not to lose your personality and your... Employment history and your social security number, right. and like they're only really interesting about, like, if you know four chance kids culture. out of a children's library. Yeah, like if I mention B, it won't <laughs> matter to you guys. Yes, John is like super strong with the talking over people today. He's got the what? he's got the spirit, huh? <laughs> hey, John, huh? knock knock. What? No, interrupting cow. What? <laughs> John Watkins. <laughs> Um, I will use a list that I got from a website called TV Tropes, which do either Bullshit, you know- that doesn't exist. Oh, Ouch. yeah, let's establish this. Are there lies in this, or is this Yes, just there will times? be lies. Okay. There will be whole rules that will be lies. Oh, there will be lies. Okay. Well, let's see if you can suss them out. I'll even, I'll do what you did earlier, uh, last week, and I will say that there are a grand total of four lies. I don't but have that much attention, if I'm we sorry. skip over a rule, I'll mention if it, it's a lie. So then I'll be like, okay, now there's only three lies. You know, something like that. I have a lot of rules. Most of them are just easy shit. So if we talk about them, we talk about them. If we don't, we don't. Whatever. Um, But do you guys know the website TV Tropes? No. Mm -hmm. Is actually... I... I'm surprised. I'm surprised you actually any time on the internet. Yeah, Shane. Okay. He only uses it for porn and porn. Do you know what a trope is? No. Wait, it's no, what you throw wait. over your stuff in the back of a truck. <laughs> uh, 
Okay. It's what I use to hang myself out of my severe crippling depression. So for those Ah. not aware, it's a sort of wiki for common slash overused themes in any form of media. That is what a trope is. Okay. So like a Mary Sue would be considered a trope. It's a very powerful character. It's essentially Ebony Darkness, Dementia Away from Ray. Whatever. Or uh, Luke Skywalker, according to Ryan Johnson. Yes. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> yeah. So stuff like that. Like, um, I actually had... Yeah, you know what? I'll. Why don't you tell me, when I mentioned Gunslinger, what is something that you would associate with that sort of trope? Clint Eastwood. Ron Jeremy. Okay. <laughs> Stuff like that. Yes. So it's 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 like it literally encompasses like what like that title would be. What's so. Sean Sean Bean? Exactly. Well played. Okay, cool. So you guys understand that. I just wanted to throw a little history because I actually like that website. You know who Sean Bean is, right, Michael? He, he... died in Fellowship of the Ring. Yeah. Also, he died in Game of Thrones. One does not simply just not know about Sean Bean. He also died in Equilibrium. Oh, I've never watched it. He uh, didn't die in National Treasure, which he, I watched. He died inside. He died in Ronin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the first rule. The internet, uh, internet, cons- an internet conspiracy, <laughs> 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 fucking Woody Allen right over here. here. <laughs> an internet conspiracy's truth is inversely proportional to its sanity, meaning the crazier it sounds, the more likely it's true. Okay. Sounds reasonable. Okay. Two girls, one cup. That just sounds crazy enough to work. <laughs> <laughs> two cups, one bra. Wait, so you're Wait. saying it's just two girls eating shit? Who mentioned shit? Out just of a talk cup. about a cup, literally a coffee cup. Uh, what goes ICU. in and comes out is not like our soft business. serve. I C U P. I hate that band. <laughs> I what? have all their albums. Rule fourteen: Always argue with trolls. They'll give up eventually. <laughs> I'm calling absolute <laughs> fucking bullshit on that one. Yeah, I wanted to give an easy one. I appreciate that you actually left a little bit there dangling <laughs> for me to feel decent for once. Yeah. Yeah, well, we've all... I saw... Ooh, uh, this is what I wanted. I wanted story time. On Facebook, one of our mutual acquaintances in the music field that we may or may... I Sam saw some... was posting because someone trolled her? No, it was someone's birthday... And someone randomly, and they commented on her page calling her a very uh, derogatory term. And she responded back, and she's like, do I know you? And he responds back. Of course I I'm you the do. devil, bitch. Happy birthday. And she goes, oh, well, I just went on to your profile, and I called your mom, and I let her know what kind of things you say to strangers on the internet. So before you troll somebody, you might want to make sure that your account is private. And it escalated to, to the point of that being a lie. The next, it was almost like a page and a half worth of him responding, like one-liners, calling her everything in the book. It was disgusting to the point where... At the, at the very end, he was like, and look, none of your fans are coming to defend you. And I was like, I'm going to come. Nope. <laughs> Walking out of that one. Um, but yeah, they will never back down. Some people just, uh, they want to watch the world burn kind of event. You know? Well done. Yeah, because that actually, rule 14 actually is, do not argue with trolls. It means they win. 
Don't feed the trolls, kids. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That's a good story. I like that. Uh, Rule 19, the more you hate it, the stronger it gets. That's so true. It hurts. Relative to advertising. That's not bullshit at all. Even if it is bullshit, I hate it. Because uh, <laughs> and it's John's, stronger. John's chlamydia will testify to the truth of that claim. Have you ever hated something so much that it consumed you entirely and you spent your whole life chasing that? Yeah, I mean, she's going to be a mortician now in the great state of Kentucky, I think. <laughs> it's actually Alabama, and she can't read, so it's... <laughs> Roll tight. Uh, she tried to feed the troll, though. There's the problem. Oh, jeez. Ah, oh, jeez. No banana bread for me. Not hungry. Thanks. <laughs> Rules 30 and 31. <laughs> we told that story. Wait, we did. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, that was uh, uh, three episodes ago. Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. I just... It's, not it's okay. Still fat. Still not hungry. <laughs> top five favorite friendship story, I think. Yeah, it's, it has it's to up be in there. The top it's five in the running. Not because it's at your expense, but because it's at both of our expenses. Oh, I think it's at her expense, actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> He's just reminiscing over there. Jesus, hey, H- I mean, Jesus HC. You, you could have. <laughs> you could tell the story about the fact that we could have log jammed her. I mean, you know. Oh. If Should you want to devolve, I, hey, I? why the hell not? I this mean, is freeform. Right. If we're going to yeah. be defamatory here, we might as well do it to the nines. Balls. So deep, if as anybody it were. was mm-hmm. listening uh, and heard how. One of my ex-girlfriends thinks that a fat person is just a fat person with no name. Uh, In to be fair, we both had beards as well, and apparently oh, that's, that's right. all you that's need. Right? Yeah, yeah. And apparently, Damn all bears. Logan and I need is blonde hair, and we look alike. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, you guys aren't twins. <laughs> I offered him. I shit you not. A, the shirt he came in wearing is the shirt that I'm wearing right now. And I had uh, a couple of elderly women in the next room over who I just served wine. And I was like, hey, do you want to borrow my hat so they don't know that we had a shift change? <laughs> um, <coughs> your beard anyway. is kind of fucking up your tag team game, though, I have to say. Yeah. Because you, you do have a degree almost, of separation now. It was now. almost intentional. But now I have people that come up and they go, oh, man, your your beard, you really... Last time I saw you, you hardly had anything. I was like, yeah, what can I say? It's my, my genetics. Just <laughs> <laughs> Good old trim genetics. Yeah. Um, anyways, so while I was dating uh, dating this gout, she... Shane was coming over regularly. We were doing a lot of writing and just hanging out in general. Um, I feel it's important we give her a name. From this point forward, we will refer to her as Clitosaurus Rex. <laughs> No, we'll just call her a real name, Liz. Um, so, <laughs> uh, anyway, its so, visual acuity is based on movement. So, <laughs> so Shane and I had made plans uh, for him to come over, and I don't—I don't remember. It doesn't matter what we were going to do. Yeah. We're just going to be hanging out. And she was home that day, and he knocks on the door. And before I can even get off of the couch to go get the door, she sprints from our bedroom, opens the door. To Shane being kind of very surprised, like a, huh? Like a, almost like a, just a flinch, right? Like a natural flinch that you'd get. Like the pizza um, guy who was not expecting you to be nude when you answered the door. Yeah, and she goes, it took Feel? you fucking long enough to get here. And she grabs him by the belt, like right above the zipper, like the center of the belt. Uncurled my belt and, and held on to it. And drags him. Like, literally pulls him, and instead of coming to the living room, she takes him into the bedroom, and she throws him onto our bed. 
Shane and I's bed. (laughs) (laughs) That we share with his mother on milking days. (laughs) The reaping. (laughs) (laughs) And... And Shane, you got it from here because I was kind of flabbergasted. I stayed on the couch for probably a solid 30 yeah, seconds John was before in there. I came and She immediately straddled me and is just like, oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. And I was it like, was bizarre. So I went, okay, is this how this is going to start? Is this how I die? I've seen adult films that begin this way, but I just never believed well, it happens to fat boys. It's very... <laughs> Let's go... <laughs> Sad. <laughs> Let's go ahead and say that this is the kind of like chauvinistic's not the right word, um, but it'll do in a pinch. Yeah, um, the stereotypes that you see. Yeah, Shane and I had a conversation at some point in our friendship, very sarcastically, kind of mainly sarcastic. We, we've talked about it. It's going to be like, the first T-shirt we market of you can't fuck crazies with impunity. Well, that, but yeah. also like you have that like very like guy and friendship thing where you're like, oh yeah, I totally I totally uh have a threesome with you. Like, mm-hmm. you know, just you know, Eiffel Tower, you know, do the do the little sandwich. H. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh but then the moment that you're faced with the possibility of that almost being serious, we kinda looked at each other and it was like, this isn't real, right? This isn't this isn't happening. This it, was, is a- it was that half moment where we're testing the water where we're like, okay, well I'm I'm ready to take my dick out. How about you? And, we played cock chicken. Yes, and and uh, I lost. <laughs> I think we all lost in the end. It was the rubber chicken at the end of the day, so <laughs> it's fine. We're talking about the girl that when she quit her job at Lowe's at Lowe's. Um, <laughs> How low can you go? That's the question. She was so embarrassed that she quit the job that she wouldn't go back and empty her locker. And she's the one who quit. Mm-hmm. But she was. I was like, hey, don't you have like couple dollars in there like maybe some tupperware and like other shit like actual like gizmos or not gizmos, your dignity but... and self-respect i was like shouldn't you go get those and she's like i just don't want them to see me <laughs> sorry i'm really i'm really still what happened to the tupperware liz what it's not about the tupperware it's my fucking tupperware it's about, it's about the tupperware <laughs> That was good Tupperware, man. <laughs> I'm By so sorry. And freezer safe. Let me know the next time we're moving to fucking Africa. <laughs> sorry, Stephen. Sorry, Melissa. Sorry, God. That was the story. Um, that was beautiful. Man. She was borderline on being like Katie Morgan on me for a second. It, it kind of scared me. If you've Katie ever seen Morgan. Katie Morgan uh, who featured in Zack and Mary Make a Porno, the, oh. the blonde who, uh, who, you know, frosts the cake. She had the same voice. She And Katie Morgan's thing in adult films again, since he already said Melissa left 20 minutes ago when I talked about <laughs> her story time. Uh <laughs> When she was in the midst, in the throes, in flagrante of passions, she would just instruct the gentleman to give it. And, yeah, so it was, give it, give it, give it back. (laughs) (laughs) And, yeah, we were were just like, (laughs) be kind, rewind. She almost did, like, the old, what did we call that, where um, someone, like, hooks their chin over your shoulder like it's a hanger and just hangs on there. The the girl that dry humped you with her chin. Yeah. She basically did that and it's like, give it. No. (laughs) I don't know what to give. I've got nothing. I've got no place else to go. No. (laughs) Not hungry. 
Thanks. <laughs> Michael, I'm proud of you. Yeah. Speaking of barreling over your topic. Oh, this is great. <laughs> Rules 30 and 31. Girls do not exist on the internet. Internet. And then tits or GTFO. Are those the same rule or are those two rules? Rule 30 is the girls and rules 31 is the tits. So is basically. 30 bullshit? No. I have ensured we are going to be popular on every corner of the internet by the very nature of my being here. You nice. want tits? You got them. You want cock? <laughs> you got them. I cover everything. You are the Swiss Army person. <laughs> I'm like transvestite porn. I guarantee you something's going to get you. <laughs> You're in my demographic, whether you know it or not. To quote the scholar Michael, bruh. Oof. Capital bra movement. Capital oof. Okay. Bra movement. <laughs> Brand muffin. <laughs> Rule 32, picks or it didn't happen. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Good Reasonable. stuff. Reasonable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, now my favorite one. Rule, I'll say actually this is a cluster of rules. Rules 34 through 37. Okay, so rule 34 is infamous. Mm-hmm. If it exists, there is porn of it. No exceptions. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Rule 35 is an extension. If there is no porn of it, porn will be made of it. <laughs> Guaranteed. Absolutely. Then 36, no matter what it is, it is somebody's fetish. Yeah. I'd say. That, a that cluster is very fair. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then, no matter how fucked up it is, there is always something worse than what you just saw. There's always a bigger fish. Mm-hmm. I can believe it. Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm glad we're all in agreement with that. There's probably a lie in there somewhere because you're really confident about it. Well, also, I worked at Tower Records for long enough doing cover tears, which for those of you who have existed in this century for long enough, uh, back in the day when they sold magazines routinely in large volumes, anything that you didn't sell, you could actually get a refund from the publisher for. So you would rip the cover off and send all of the covers into the magazine so that they got a quantification of the numbers you didn't sell. Oh. The magazine, however, was yours to dispose of as the retailer, which means every porno mag that was available in Tower that didn't sell left out of the back door with the merchandisers, and I was the main merchandiser. So, (laughs) I had my own distribution ring for a while, which also there's a cohort of mine who will remain nameless, and I hope there's no correlation or corroboration of stories from other people. But uh, he left with, like, they had free sample discs in Hustler back in the day, and you would get like three or four scenes. He had one of those giant like CD carrying cases that you used to keep in your car <laughs> mm-hmm. of just those porn discs. Steven, you dog. Beautiful. And gave it to me when he needed to purge it from his home before his wife divorced him. So <laughs> You aren't taking this. Shane, you saved a marriage. I did. Yeah. It's my first attempt. And then I made a marriage later, which I'm sure I'm going to dissolve at some point. So, Easy Ooh. come, easy go. <laughs> it's the title I of my sex you tape. this world, I can take you out. <laughs> also the title of your sex tape. Indeed. <laughs> Rule 38, if the glove doesn't fit, you must acquit. That's, That's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. I'm glad I didn't, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. actually a continuation. It's part of that earlier cluster. Uh, no limits of any kind apply here, not even the sky. 
Okay. Talking well, about sexual fetishes. I feel like we're on a, what is this, 28, 27 episodes? Uh, this is 28, I believe. I feel like we're on a 28 episode streak of just talking about pornography. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's, uh, I... <laughs> It started with Dixieland. Because when we started uh, running through last episode, I was listening with Melissa. And when you said, we get to this point every time, she turned to me. She's like, and her eyes got a little bit. She's like, he's got a problem. (laughs) 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 It's like, you're you're not wrong. And actually, by the way, Michael. Our friendship was built on. (laughs) It's a fine point. We spent a lot of time. You want to tell that story at some point? The uh, the big sausage pizza discourse that you and I had? <laughs> that is not, it will never be my story to tell. Okay, all right. Well, at some point, remind me, if we ever need material, we have two stories that are in the, you know, shoot here that may eventually be deployed if we have desperation. Cool. The Slasha the Meat Grinder story. Oh my good God. Which will be two hours long, or the Big Sausage Pizza. Fair. All so right. Remember that, listeners, Saga. in case you ever have questions. Cool. Uh, but that rule, by the way, Michael, is if the cock don't fit, you bash the clit. <laughs> and if the clit don't fit, you exit. <laughs> I was going to say Brexit, but thank you. Yes, well done. <laughs> Slow uh, clap for that one, John. Well done. Yeah. If I knew how to put in sound effects, that's where I would put it. Oh, Thank put God it in. you don't. Yeah. <laughs> Same. I know you didn't. All right. Rules 30, 34. Wow, I'm just cycling back here. Rules 39 and 40. Mm. Caps lock is cruise control for cool. I and love it. Oh, my God. Even with cruise control, you still have to steer. Reasonable. Yeah. Quit screaming at me. <laughs> you sighed. I feel oh, like... Oh, you... I'm just trying... I don't have any stories. I'm just... I'm hearing the rule for the first time, so now I'm trying to retroactively like go back in every interaction I've had where someone caps locks and just... I, I believe it. I don't think any of it's bullshit. Have you ever heard that phrase before? No. Really? That's something really? I heard like going long back in, school, wow, in like, high school and everything. Big, okay. old, big old dumb balls. I think <laughs> the interesting point to like mention here as well is I actually did not have the internet at my home for about five years. I would yell at him constantly. Like, I legit did not care to have the expense of paying for the internet, so I didn't. And so I existed without it, which I was not very popular with at least two individuals who wanted to spend time with me at my home, but actually refused to do so because they couldn't get on the internet while they were there. But (laughs) the best part about Shane's place, still and at that time, is that he has such an immense library of DVD, Blu-ray... And books, comics, like, Mm. you never would want for anything to do. It's just a matter of picking. It's, you know, for the sheer volume of money you spend monthly on paying for, you know, previously for before the cord cutting happened, cable or internet or any of the other things, I easily saved like 150 to 200 bucks a month. Truly. Cutting the amenities. And, Mm. you know, I entertained myself just fine for nearly a decade. And that is why I can barely make a fist these days. <laughs> you get to the point you're so desperate you just lube up the inside of like the refrigerator door and just start working it out of the plastic you know that's why there's no sealant around it that's linda why there's was, a lot of milk in there linda was just a phone call away that entire time i know time. if only i'd known if only he paid his phone bill he doesn't believe that <laughs> i send smoke signals <laughs> rule 43 
The more beautiful and pure a thing is, the more satisfying it is to corrupt it. That sounds legit. <laughs> yeah, it also sounds like my teenage years. As Keep your... in mind, the people that made these rules are... Satanists? beard incel bitches. Both, and neither. Uh, the Pornhub algorithm. <laughs> tell it what you want, man. Uh, and see. I want to, you know, destroy something beautiful. Mm -hmm. It's so beautiful to kill it. Uh, Rule 46. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the internet is serious fucking business. Serious fucking business is in all caps. Because caps locks is Sorry, cruise control you, uh, for cool. Can you control the distance you are from your mic and, you know, read that? As it's intended to be said. The I, internet is... Serious fucking business! There you go. You're welcome. Uh, rule 50. A crossover, no matter how improbable, will eventually happen. I mean, yeah. Alan Iverson taught us that. We know this to be true. If you want, I can actually go to fanfiction.net slash crossover slash TV. And you can tell me one of your favorite shows. And I will tell you... Um, a funny crossover. I'll even read a little blurb of it if you want. Boy Meets World. Boy Meets World? Oh, I think I saw that. Give me one second. Continue to talk. Why is that your favorite show? Or why did that come to mind? Uh, I have John's answer prepared for him. It is Topanga. Topanga Lawrence. Yeah, she was a real sexual... Oh, Actually, no, yeah. it was Rachel. Rachel oh, Topanga. Girl Meets World. Yeah. Okay. Why Tall is drink of water first? What the Just fuck? sultry enough to saunter into my room There's in the, the hot and sweaty uh, moments. Oh, actually, you know what? There is a crossover. I think I have it already. They did a uh, I Know What You Did Last Summer kind of crossover because Jennifer Love Hewitt was an episode. Oh. Because um, no. it's an episode where, why do I know this? <laughs> <laughs> because you like really love Boy like Meets World. Is, it is your own fan fiction that you wrote. Um, there's an episode where Corey and Topanga are having relationship issues because Corey... Wants made to put out it with, in the butt. Yeah. He made out with a girl up at a ski lodge when he injured his, his ankle on the skiing trip. Like you do. Uh, and she nursed him back to health. They made out. It was a big thing. Uh, but anyway, so while the relationship is in peril, he's having a dream, or Sean's having a dream, the friend's having a dream, and it ends up being satirical of, I, I know what you did last summer, where they're getting like stalked around the school by a mysterious killer. Jennifer Love Hewitt ends up being in the episode. She dies, everyone dies, and it turns out the killer <gasps> was Sean the entire time. By the way, you and I both had Sean's haircut at some point. We did. We did indeed. <laughs> Which is really nice. It didn't look good on either of us. It's a good connective <laughs> tissue. Also in Boy Meets World, a professional wrestler was featured. Yeah. Um, Big Vader. Van Vader. Who was? Fuck, why uh, do I remember everything? <laughs> it's uh, he was also being managed by Brother Love at the time, who was, in point of fact, non-canonical because his actual manager at the time was James E. Cornette, the star of Jim Cornette's Drive Through and the Jim Cornette Experience, which I listen to weekly. Okay, you're welcome. One more Boy Meets World thing before we hear the actual crossover. Um, the guy that played one of the bullies. I would have to remember his name. He's in My Name is Earl. Uh, he was uh, in Mallrats. He's the one who's Jason the... Lee? No, he's the one that looks at the painting. Oh, Ethan Suplee. Yeah, did mm -hmm. you see the news about him? I did not. He's jacked now. Well, I mean, he to be. 100% jacked. Like, scary jacked. Like, probably could pick you up and fold you over six times and shove you up himself. Okay. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> can I mention, I uh, almost got into a fist fight over Ethan Suplee at some point. Okay. Uh, I was at a high school party, 
with a bunch of faculty because I hung out with the staff. I did not hang out with my contemporaries. Well, where else are you supposed to get drugs? <laughs> or pussy. <laughs> and, uh, pussy! <laughs> so uh, I showed up to this party, and one of my teachers brought her drunk asshole boyfriend. Nice. And he was a piece of shit. So he came up, and this was... I still had hair at this point, so I, mean, I don't know where the so hell this 12? came from. You'd think. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> it was old? 10, and oh. it was on my balls. So uh, <laughs> The guy came up, and he's like, you look like that guy from American History X. And I was like, I do not look like Edward Norton or Eddie Furlong in any way, shape, or form. He's like, no, 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 the fat one. <laughs> oh, oh man. Shots fired. <laughs> So, uh, I asked him if he was keen on, you know, discovering what the floor tasted like, because a curb stomp was coming his way (laughs) if he wanted to be that familiar with American History X, and (laughs) we were parted very quickly. That also sounds like Rushmore. Have you ever seen Rushmore? I have not. Except in Rushmore, there's the romantic tie where the student wants to be with the teacher. Oh. And he essentially, uh, I think it's one of the Wilson brothers is, is the boyfriend. And if ask, you're gonna cast an asshole, if it's not me, it's one of the Wilson brothers. Ask the ask the student some question that's supposed to be just whatever. A similar thing to that. And he's like, "Well, I'm a high school student. What's your excuse?" <laughs> anyway, Michael, what's the crossover? Because we tangent. Do you recognize so a wrestling a wrestler named Sean Hunter slash Jeff Hardy? Yes. Okay. I mean, there's I know, a crossover with Boy Meets World and wrestling. We just talked about that. Fan fiction. What? I was paying half attention. Okay, but... well, this fell on its face. All right, well, fine. But at least I we got to we'll talk about the finer well, points well, of Boy how is World. Jeff Hardy involved here? Um, okay, so this is a romantic uh, thing. A couple of one-shots that I wrote with the pairing Sean Hunter slash Jeff Hardy, so as in they're in a relationship, Okay. Uh, includes Corey Matthews, which is, I assume, a character from... He's the main character, yes. From Boy Meets World, okay, as well. Sean is also the character, the one we were talking about uh, with the hair. Oh, okay. So they created a relationship where, you know, boy on boy. With Uh a wrestler, yeah. Yeah. You know what's funny is, Melissa and I were talking about this with Supernatural as well. Apparently there are a lot of people, a lot of people, who ship... The brothers with each other. Oh, yeah. Wincest. What the f- <laughs> Hey, I'm going to go ahead and asterisk this real quick. I'm proud of you guys. This is the most off-topic, on-topic we've ever been. So, I, I told the, you. It's yeah. a good, loose-fit topic. Here. From the guy who admits he has ADD, I think huh? we, we're... <laughs> so, so, that reminds me. Who likes, who likes pie? Huh? <laughs> what? Ah, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. If it's I, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, I'm totally down for incest. There's also a fan fiction crossover with Supernatural and Boy Meets World. Just so, yeah. oh, we don't need what? That. How? Um, Boy Meets Supernatural. The story begins when a terrible tragedy. Oh, destroys this is just Corey's terrible world. fanfic. Never mind. I don't give a shit. <laughs> what you, you thought I was going to give you like? the next Moby Dick or something like that? No, no. I I thought the rule meant something along the lines of inside of these shows, there's a crossover no matter what in one shape or another, you know? Why are we bringing Moby into this? Fuck Moby. (laughs) Well, he claims he's fucked plenty of people. Yeah, I'm never going to read the book. I'm not hungry? Thanks. (laughs) 
There's a okay. lot of semen in that. <laughs> Rule 63, <laughs> speaking of semen, kind of. There she blows. For every given male character, there is a female version of that character and vice versa. That reminds me of Shaun of the Dead. Have you seen Shaun of the Dead? A long time ago. It's a vehicle driven by Simon Pegg. Yeah. Uh, No, uh, so in Shaun of the Dead, when the zombie outbreak happens and he gets his squad together and they're going through the wastes of... To get to the Winchester? Yes. On their way, some Wincest? It all comes back together. <laughs> on their way to the Winchester, they're going through the back alleys and the backyards, and they come across a group of his friends, and literally, it is the oh. most comedic shot, I think, and it's probably top five in that whole movie. They're all passing each other, and as they're passing, it's identical opposites of their characters. And they all interact with each other in the way their character interacts with everyone. So it's it's, it's great. Like Nick Frost is next to another bigger guy just going, huh, and passing by. Uh, yeah. So if they were all different genders, and you could say that that was a good rule 63. <laughs> did, did you just swallow a bit of your pride there? Kinda, <laughs> I had a small series of strokes there. It's not Ugh. easy to please me, I know. <laughs> God damn it. Good pull. There's only two more rules. It's also what I told your mom last night, but <laughs> you're too good at this. She said, fuck it, I'm gonna come. <laughs> <laughs> rule sixty six, everything has a fandom. I thought rule sixty six was execute all of them. Oh, that's no. order sixty six. Sorry. Unfortunately. Okay. Star Wars kids. Huh? Order sixty six. What's, okay, what, so everything yeah. has a fandom. Everything. Everything. Cool. I do believe Including that. Including us. I don't... That's bullshit. The rule's bullshit. <laughs> Congratulations. We just called you out. It's not. But given enough time, there will be fan fiction of us. Oh, glorious fan fiction. Yes. Anyway, the last one. Rule 69. <laughs> if 69 is... to 69. Careful. I wish. If 69 is written somewhere, you must respond with nice. I like it. Hey, Michael, maybe you have your uh, finger inside of the person that made this, but what does it mean when people are like, oh, man, that's rough, type F or smash F? Oh, What's that mean? that's from um, one of the Call of Duty games. Uh, I don't remember which one because I only played, I think, Modern Warfare, and that was mm-hmm. it. Um, but there's a scene where one of the characters are and they're dead and they're you're attending their funeral, and you walk up to their coffin and literally the button prompt says, press F to pay respects. <laughs> and that's where it comes it. from. It, I I'm, love I'm it. 90% certain of that. So, so, listeners, type F to tell us to fuck right off and never record an episode again. What's that? The line. It's blowing up. <laughs> They're all G? Huh? Um, <laughs> I can feel it coming in my hair tonight. Michael, did we, we didn't catch all of it. Nope, you got two. And there's two we did not mm-hmm. get. Um, the first one, which I'm surprised, uh, in internet conspiracies, truth is inversely proportional to its sanity. The crazier it sounds, the more likely it's true. I mean, that lie in and of itself is the truth to that composition. Also, you the really above rigged, sentence is false? rigged the question because things are so crazy now that I'm believing anything. Hmm. We are in the middle of an election year, sir. Nothing shocks me anymore. Shit's scary. I'm in Fair. danger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in danger. Uh, do you guys want to uh, do any last minute guesses? I bet 
my Wookiee. <laughs> uh, no, hit me, Daddy. Uh, rule sixty nine. It's I couldn't find an actual rule sixty nine, which I was a little saddened by. I spent like five minutes searching for it. And we were too busy trying to make the joke. Nice. Um, yeah, you did set that one up well. I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I believed it. Yeah. Michael, so, do you eat butt? Keep that. If you edit that out, I quit, and I'll kill myself on live television. Keep it. <laughs> but he had such a such a good proposal. I couldn't say no. That's um, that's why we have. We to had keep this it. conversation at band practice. By the way, guys, that's what band practice is. It's like thirty minutes of actual work, and then twenty minutes of talking about. In 2020, we are very woke people. Do mm. do you eat butt? And then the logistics behind eating butt, like when do and eat how butt? one is comfortable about oh, uh, eating trigger butt. warning about butts. <laughs> Spelt B U T Z. I also like tennis. What is this? The 90s? <laughs> it's pronounced the butt. Ah, so yeah. Do you, that was that was lick, my. Do you like butt? I, I do you like eat out butt? No. When do you eat ass, Michael? Um, only on was today. <laughs> I don't Tuesdays? eat ass on, on a Friday. <laughs> I am butt free since I want to say butt free since ninety three because that sounds good, but uh, I do not eat the booty. Uh, you're butt free since two thousand three. As a matter of fact, that's fair. Ooh, yes, that's yeah, better. I don't eat the butt. No, why not? I just uh, don't want to. I don't want to shit where I eat. You don't want to eat where you shit, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Tomato, potato. Yeah. Can I have some Alfredo? Uh, uh, just because I enjoy the taste doesn't mean I'm going to put my mouth to the faucet. Here's the thing. I'm going to say the, the exact same thing that I said when I was asked this earlier, <laughs> which is, it depends on where you're at. Because I'm not going to order a steak at a restaurant where it looks like they have not cleaned anything in the back for at least four to five weeks. And there is that blazing, Fair. you know, health code warning on the front of the building that says Fair. it received a D the last time that it was there. Fair. Case in point? Yeah. If you get the D, I'm not eating there. That didn't rhyme, and I was really, really disappointed in that. Well, you should be. <sighs> Disappoint, yeah. Do we have a topic for next week? We, I, I mean, <laughs> if Michael actually, I mean, if you're looking for a researched thing, yes, yeah. we do. We have uh, the one that was proposed to us, hmm? the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster. Uh-huh. Ooh. So I do have that researched, and that's in the uh, it's in the barrel. It's ready to go. Mm. Okay. So. But that is, unless Michael wants to do, I, was this your topic? researched It was episode? my researched one, okay. yeah. All right, I want to make sure we weren't shortchanging you. Yeah. Yeah. So. Trust me, you'd know, because I'd be bitching about it and muttering to myself and be like, oh, man, I wish I could. We've had enough of that You today. are very vocal on the group chat. Am I? No. It was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> he was referring to you just... <laughs> as a keyboard warrior. <laughs> Thumbs up or the heart or, you know, A. Or F. Or yeah. dizzy F, eyes. F, 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 F. F, 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 I don't know. That just reminded me of the old days. Fapping? Yeah. Just the word. Have you heard anyone say fapping recently? I just did. Aside from just now. Fap in my mouth there. Clip that. <laughs> I'm tired, okay? Leave me alone. Lovely to meet you. I'm uh, Shane. 
Michael, thank you for the rules of the internet, even though they were terrible. Now you're literate. Take that knowledge and use it on the interwebs, please. I'm, I, I'm, I'm not even the, talking to the mic. What I, the fuck? Mike is off mic. Yeah. <sighs> Go fucking figure. Jesus. And because of the rules, there is a porn for it. Or it will be made. <laughs> Some Mike's super hot mic on mic action. <laughs> oh, I pictured myself. Would I fuck me? No, I wouldn't fuck me. We have to see it every week, motherfucker. I mean, I watch you fuck yourself routinely. <laughs> <laughs> I use my tears as lube. It was, hey, that was one time and it was Valentine's Day. <laughs> um, are we watching anything besides porn that's really fun? Anything? Uh, you've mentioned Nosferatu. The Royal We. I just had a Ben Affleck screening session. Okay. Uh, I watched Argo and The Town back to back the other night. I would watch both of those again. I've only seen them once. I liked great Argo films. when I watched it, and I don't remember enough of the town to really give an assessment. Is the town the tiny one? Were they tiny? Or am Excuse I thinking me? a different actor? The the posture that you assumed when you asked me that he question. super serious, guys. And then he went you're... from slouching to like... I was trying to, to remember. Rigid. He's he's and... crossed his legs, so he's now Prince's tiny feet right here. What the yeah. fuck? And what? then you his start... feet never touched the floor. And then you're squinting at me, so it was like my grandfather was asking me what those newfangled <laughs> contraptions called toilet paper. Wait, there's paper for toilets? I I mean it's not intended for them, but they still eat it. Oh. It's against doctor's orders. Mm, that makes the sense. town is a vehicle <laughs> featuring Ben Affleck, where uh, he is on a group of individuals from Charlestown, a subsect of Boston, which is purportedly the place where the most amount of bank robbers and uh, truck thieves are sort of sired out into the world, whelped, screaming into existence. <gasps> so it's a, a heist film um, featuring Hawkeye himself. Film. Yeah. Wait, um, <clears throat> Hawkeye? Yeah, Hawkeye. Oh. Cockeye. <laughs> um, I've been watching Ozark for the first time, and I'm on season two, and it is beautifully stressful and i think about you shane a lot when i watch it because i feel like it would be something you'd like immensely i have heard this before i fully intend to watch it so it has very strong breaking bad vibes that's also what i heard yeah without without the cancer angle it's it's essentially it's like what if walter white didn't have cancer but instead decided to use his skills from the onset and then it was kind of like oh maybe i should stop And then you have to watch this very stressful 12 hour or 10 hours of, do I want to stop? Just that slow decline. Or once I decide to stop, how is the universe going to try and prevent that from happening? So it's not a show for Becky to watch. It's definitely just a me show. Becky's not a fan of bad things happening for the sake of bad things happening. I think Melissa's probably the same way, too. The Schadenfreude is not very strong with those ladies. Yeah. I tried watching that. It was too stressful for me. Yeah. I was also watching a bad time in my life, so I probably might give it another go around. So last week? That's how I I watched Black Mirror. Black Mirror, outside of just being an existential nightmare in and of itself, like I started watching Black Mirror for the first time when I was not mentally in a good space for it. And talk about a spiral. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I'm sorry for all the people I talked to after watching that. There's still at least one or two episodes that I, well, I haven't watched the last season because I won't, because it's stupid. But there's a couple of the older, 
I have issues. I I feel we strong feelings about that. I have issues as well, but that's beside the point. Um, but there's at least one episode from the earlier seasons that I refuse to watch. Uh, it's the social media one where you can raid each other. The stuff that's being like implemented in China. It gave me such a... Uh, well, mainly, I actually know. I watched it and I'm like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I, I was like, they were all upset about, you know, their image and stuff. I'm like, uh, I could be ranked one, like, unless it's denying me freedoms as an American. Um, and I don't really care. <laughs> America. People can look at me and be like, look at this fucker. And I'm like, eh, whatever. They do Make on a daily a basis with me Speaking anyway. of, hey, fucker, what are you listening to? Listening? You mean watching? With your um, eyes. What are you listening to with your eyes? <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, uh, I, the girlfriend and I have been watching the, was it, End of the Fucking World? I'm sorry, oh. End of the F asterisk asterisk. No. <laughs> that first season was so good. Yeah, I, I, I really liked it. I was going to say, it is an election year. <laughs> I'm watching the End of the Fucking World as well. It's very British. Yeah, that's uh, Logan but, was telling me about the second season. I like uh, it. He so was far. kind of, you know, rallying for me to watch it as mm-hmm. well, and because I was telling him, and I'll tell you that I, the end of the first season, I was like, "There's no way there's going to be." Same. The, what, what what more can you do? Because it could be its own standalone thing, which I'm a, again a very big fan of. Um, and the ending would have been fine, but to know that there's more after the the conclusion. I'm Ooh. probably like an episode episode or two from being done. Nice. Um, How is and it? And it's I watched cha- uh, chapter two. Do I need to rewatch one before I go in, or is it a, no? Is it a they good do job? enough uh, like ones you see it like last year or something like that. The sure. flashback should be fine. Cool. They're pretty good at catching people up. So yeah, I mean you should, that's you'll the churn and burn culture we're in. So mm-hmm. exactly. Hey, speaking of people who do it right and actually execute I appropriately you were say for raw, <laughs> do it raw. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Good lord. That's what's on my mind. Um, what about uh, Good Omens? Good Omens is probably the best adaptation of a novel that I've ever seen in my fucking life. To the point that this isn't me saying that I'm never going to reread the novel, but I'd almost rather rewatch the series over and over again than reread the novel. They did wow. it phenomenally. Did not have to pull um, the taffy, didn't go around the corners to try to keep it long. They're like, hey, hit, this is what we have. It hit literally everything about the book that I loved, and then it smoothed out parts of the book that in my mind were visually ambiguous. Mm-hmm. Um, I need... Thank you for the reminder. I need to really pressure Becky into finish reading the book so that she'll watch the show so that I can make it our thing. Uh, or not... That sounds bad. Um, so I that I can, I can so partake, I can force you to share So that I opinion. have a reason to uh, re-watch the, the series yeah. again. Because she's the one who bought Good Omens. And then she got busy because she's the breadwinner and I just sell beer and record podcasts and make mediocre music with people I love. Ouch! (laughs) You are the leech dangling off of her ass cheek. And off of your taint. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Anyway. good. Need to get her to finish reading that. That's great. It's a great book and I really enjoyed the show. They nailed it. So, you know. On Melissa things well. that we recommend to watch. Yes, Melissa really enjoyed awesome. it. Plus, I mean, how do you not enjoy, you know, David you've got Tennant Michael Sheen and, and yeah. Dave Tennant. It's like, the, oh my God. Twelfth Doctor is just fantastic. Oh my God. <clears throat> You're fired? An idiot. Yeah. He's that would the be 11th. The... Wow. No. Wow. No, he's the 10th. That's the 10th, you oh, silly. Oh, 
You right, have I'm just done. been banned from every Life. discussion about Doctor Who for the rest of our lives. The Sherlockian fandom has probably put out a hit list on How my, the hell did you lose David Tennant, who's quite possibly the most famed and well-repudiated Doctor of, of the group? Of generation. I would say of all. That's the one that people commonly point uh, to. The older people to. think like the fourth one. Like, you still see people cosplaying as them at... And he's phenomenal. I yeah, think yeah, Nothing yeah, away yeah. from it. But, I mean, the one that most people point to. I'm a I'm an Eccleston kid myself. Same. So. That's, that's why I forgot. the I was first like, Doctor of the Reboot? The yeah, ninth. The ninth. Yep. <laughs> All right. That's the guy that I like, too. Wow. That's actually quite interesting. It's that the I, one who gets you started. Like, you always yeah. want to dance with the first one well, who brought you in. Because everyone jerks off to either Tennant or Smith. Like, you two are honestly the only other people that I've... It would be... It, actually, actually, my like, favorite doctors are in order of the reboot. Up, so... Okay. Wow. Yeah, no I argument enjoy, there. Even though I, I enjoy Tenant, I think it's just a nice little escalation. In fact, the reason that I stopped watching is because I didn't like the guy after Tenant. Capaldi. Smith. No, no, Matt Smith. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't like Matt, I didn't like Matt Smith at all. He's, he's interesting. I didn't it's, like the writer. The guy that wrote, that also wrote Sherlock. There's a lot of interconnectivity with this stuff. Dracula one now too, right? Moffat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I need to watch that. Anywho, I think. Yeah, we don't need to beat the record every single day. We don't. No, I think we can. We can end this shy. Just looking at, we're at an hour. Haven't done. Haven't done a life lesson in a while. Did you say an hour and fifty? Fifteen. Fifteen. like no, we have not. Have we learned anything? Today? Uh, the internet is a horrible and depraved place that only small-minded simpletons who want to nerf the motherfucking world go to because they can't handle reality. That's the internet, boys. That's the fucking propaganda that the world's trying to play off on you. And you know what? I'm fine with it. Perfectly fine. Don't have any problems. But all you motherfucking crazy assholes ruining the world with every single fucking post on your social networks, you can go suck a damn Juicy asshole! This is if a reference. If you right? wanted a fade out, <laughs> <laughs> um, I haven't had a rant at any point over the course of the entirety of this show, which I feel like it's such a you know tenet of I my feel personality. Like you'd be the rant, yeah, you'd yeah. be the rant guy. I need to do it. Guy. There you go. Shit. Well, thank you, Anne Rant. Um, <laughs> I shrugged. Ah, jeez. Oh, jeez. And Michael wept. <laughs> Jesus wept. Shane, will you put this baby to bed? Please. I don't no know how. No tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. And Lou. My name's Shane Hunt. I have a great beard and a huge sex drive, and I'd like to thank you listening... For listening this week to the Disinformed Podcast. It's a good try. You really, you gave it the old college tug. <laughs> Give, I have a recording of him talking about uh, the social media, so I could just put that at the end and we can fade it out. <laughs> you gave it the old freshman 15, you silly french fried titty fuck. That's my mother. <laughs> Ladies and germaphobes, thank you so much for spending some time with us this week, and we so appreciate you being here. If you like what we do, please rate and review. Find us on all your favorite social media platforms that I can't fucking stand. And we hope that you all go and enjoy us there, because I have to do it against my will. <laughs>
So, uh, check us out. Facebook.com slash Disinformed Podcast. We're on Instagram at Disinformed Pod. And you can find us on the Twitters. Also, at Disinformed Pod. It's Disinformed Podcast on Instagram. I'm sorry, I'm angry. I can't help it. Where's my, where's my blood pressure medication? Or inhaler. <sighs> so, for the Disinformed Podcast, I'm Shane. I'm John. And I'm Michael. <laughs> and because we exist, there is a porn of us. And we're filming it right now. Zip. <laughs> Just take that with you to bed. Kevin, how did you get here? <laughs> I'm ready for you, Uncle. No, Daddy, no! <laughs> oh my god! There's so much cum! I said stop the damn match! <laughs>